What's up, buddy? Not too much. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. I got a little jaw issue, though. I saw you had a little shaved spot there, uh, and I didn't want to say anything. Oh, n- no, not that. Oh, okay. Which is funny that you've noticed that recently, because Monica brought that up to me, and we both thought my guard slipped. And so I, I like looked at it last week. It's it's just a bald spot. You have a bald spot I just spot have a straight, straight up bald spot, like right on like the, the outer edge of the chin. It's just, I don't know. There's like this little circle in there that just doesn't grow. I noticed that, and then when you said you had a jaw issue, I was like, oh, that, that's what that bald spot's about. <laughs> No, I hope not. Oh, I hope God. they're not related. Nothing like to knock you down a couple of bags. I know, beard. right? <laughs> I, I remember you saying you had a jaw. I've been something. rocking this beard for years now. I know. Right? And for us to just notice, I got a bald spot right I don't think you've always had that. I know you've never always had that. I mean, there's multiple pictures. I think even my picture, of, this is sound so gay, but like the picture of us of like when you call, it's a picture of me drunk, like a selfie. Like you, you obviously don't have a bald spot in that beard. Maybe. So. I think I might. Maybe it just stopped growing in that spot. I don't know. It might just stop growing. You might use Rogaine. Ooh, maybe. And then you could, oh, you know what you should do? You should do Rogaine, and then you should do a touch for men, and just dye it jet black. Ooh, And then you'll be black. 65 years old and be like, oh, this is my natural beard. This is natural. <laughs> I know nothing else looks like it. <laughs> Welcome to the Slurred Speech Podcast, where we talk about bald spots in our beards. <laughs> What's the number? 216... 216- Two six zero five four eight four. Do you have a bald spot in your beard? Give us a call right now. Let us know what you're doing about it. <laughs> uh, but in a serious subject, I wanted to talk about the um, Minneapolis police shooting and police reform. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about defunding the police and having um, what are the guys that uh, like Paul Kersey from Death Wish? What are those guys' names? Vigilantes. We're gonna yep. have vigilantes run the street. I'm gonna pass it to Daryl. Daryl, your number on top. Vigilantes uh, test all the leftover Moderna vaccines on the current police officers. Uh, see, uh, clots for shots is what I'm going to call the programs. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I can't believe Moderna's turning people's blood gay, though. I thought it was Johnson Johnson. Oh, Johnson & Johnson <laughs> is wow. making people's blood gay. Wow. You'll never, you're, you're never going to make it in the police reform business. <laughs> And that, I guess we're making light of something, but um, yeah, that sucks. But uh, yeah. that's not what we're here for. Um, so we're here to try and make you uh, think about not reality. You know, like when yeah. you watch a movie. Just trying to make you feel good, which is how I hurt my jaw. How did you hurt your jaw? Trying to make somebody feel good, if you know what I mean. Like, did someone make you a really big sandwich? Did someone make you a really big sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold on. Let me finish my joke. Did someone make you a really big, like, Italian sub sandwich? And they're like, you're like, can I get a fork and a knife for this? And they were like, no, you got to eat it whole. It was a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. And then you. All six inches. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know how I heard it. But I, I, funny enough, I did hurt it. (laughs) Re-injured it. Eating, <laughs> eating a sub sandwich on Sunday. What kind of sub sandwich? Uh, Jimmy John's. Which, uh, which one was I eating at the time? Yeah, what kind? What, what brand? I, or what? I, what? What? what uh, Jimmy John's. I'm pretty sure they were Slims because it was a, it was a party pack. How did you hurt your mouth eating Slims? Well, see, that's the thing. So it's just been going on for like it's almost two going on two weeks now. I don't know what's going on, but it's like sore. It's hurting. I assume I just kind of like clacked it or just doing something chewing and it hurt and so now like when i reheard it sunday it's just like when i bite if i bite down and it slips then it's fucking Do you think killing. you have a bad tooth 
No, it's it's clearly the jaw. Like I feel it here and here. Wow, that's wild. So unless, because I definitely did look, and I was like, oh, do I have a tooth that's like fully rotted through? Yeah. Because that's the only thing that would explain it. But no, it's like it hurts here. Like it's not even close to my teeth, and it goes all the way up here. Do you need a jawiotomy? I might need a jawiotomy. Wow. Yeah, Monica's sending me all kinds of TikToks about jaw realignments and I'm putting you could putting my fingers my in in the LRC and. What are you doing right now? Uh, I'm making sure my jaw is fully aligned and, and moving at the... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's when you check WebMD and you either have cancer and you're dying in a week, or you might just have yeah, sniffles. It could, could be jaw cancer. Could be jaw cancer. Could be. Cancer of the jaw. Cancer of the jaw. You do like your occasional smoke? Smoke. You do like your occasional dip? Dip. You probably have jaw cancer. Michael Douglas syndrome. <laughs> I got it all. <laughs> I didn't want to say well, three. Okay. Three highest risk, risk factors. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You gotta live your life. No. Did your dad ever have saying? I think I've done this a couple of times, but did your dad ever have sayings growing up? You're like, ah, Dad did that saying. Because <laughs> when you said, "What are you gonna do?" Because my dad's saying for what are you gonna do was, I don't know, shit in a shoe and hope it's not you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> You're going to shit in a shoe and hope it's not you? Like, what is, like, was it people shit in the shoes in the 70s that I didn't know about? Like, <laughs> mid-70s, <laughs> you put your foot in a shoe, you got shit on your shoe. You're like, oh, man, I got shit in my shoe. I hope it wasn't me. <laughs> I, I Google doesn't even know what the shit in the shoe sh- saying is. Just like poop in my shoe. You got shitty shoes. <laughs> that What's was up? a saying my dad. Like I'd be like, I don't know what, what should I do. He's like, what should you do? Shit in a shoe and hope it's not you. No, but really, Dad. Like I'm being sued for tax evasion by the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna go to prison. <laughs> Speaking of which, shout out to DMX. Why did he go to prison? He died. Uh, he did go to, for tax evasion. Did he sure. really? Okay. Yeah, I think that and was actually, a couple, couple I, years I, back. I, I knew he passed away, and, I, and RIP, because I was actually one of those guys that was like, fuck DMX. And then I looked up, because uh, he got accused of a bunch of animal cruelty. Mm-hmm. And then I found out after I, I mean, and you know, take, you know, there's two sides of every story, but when you watch, when I read the story on the animal abuse after he passed away, it sounded like someone was supposed to be watching that house for him mm-hmm. and wasn't taking care of yep. the dogs. And there was can't no trust do- people. And there was no dog fighting or nothing. That's yeah. what they said. So. Yeah. Yeah, R.I.P. I mean, uh, I know uh, I was always a rough rider row. Oh, you know what my favorite line was? A lawnmower sitting right next to the tree. That, <laughs> is, remember, that is a hot, a hot remember, I remember, like, as kids, we were like, what did he say? He's like, it's a lawnmower sitting right next to the tree. I don't remember that actually. Is uh, it's that one it? of his hit songs. Just type in DMX lyrics "Lawnmower Sitting Right Next to the Tree." It was one of his hits. I read something on Reddit that was like DMX came out of a grocery store and was uh, saw a, a mom and a daughter buy or selling uh, Girl Scout cookies, and uh, he sat there and talked with them for a minute, and he bought like two boxes and sat there and talked for another minute, and he was like, "So what are you trying to do?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm trying to break the." record for girl scout cookies and he ended up buying all the girl scout cookies from mm. so it sounded like he wasn't like it sounded for the most where part, all that tax money went yeah the girl scout cookies thin mints yeah no there's a lot of videos out there of people just on the street 
him just like going up and talking to people and hanging out. Seemed like a genuine hanging. dude. Seemed like he had his demons. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That is who we be. Yeah. That's who we be. Is that the song? The snakes, the grass, too long to see. Uh uh-uh. uh. Lawnmower sitting right next, next to, to the, the tree. tree. Come on! <laughs> Every time that we laugh so hard about that <laughs> lyric. There's also a lyric by CeeLo off his one album. And he's like, and I breathe oxygen. <laughs> We're like, well, yeah, motherfucker, you breathe oxygen. <laughs> My favorite uh, DMX lyric always had to be. You ever hear of, speaking of dogs, you ever hear of K-Ninus? K-Ninus? Yes. No. They're a heavy metal band, and they have two pit bulls that play the lead singers, or play or are, are the lead singers. Mm-hmm. And so it would just be like, da 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 like heavy metal music, yeah. and then just the dogs, it just sounded, the dogs just sound like, remember like, uh, what was that, like, <laughs> mid to late 2000s, where every metal band was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So that's what the, and then that's like, still a thing. Is it still? Eh, yeah. I don't certain, a lot of certain arenas i guess a lot of the new metal i listen to I'm like, if i hear that i'm like eh, that's a you know because i like some of the old metal like that's like that mm-hmm. which is funny like cannibal corpse mm-hmm. i'm like yeah fucking and one of their songs is raper with a knife i'm like yeah that's that's what i'm into is being an it guy who <laughs> has a nice house in the car and Um, I do sort of want to apologize for something, actually. Ooh, what's that? On the last podcast, um, the Asian-American gentleman on the Cleveland Indians, who was that? Yu Chang. Yu Chang. I uh, said his name wrong. And the only reason I'm saying this is, and then I quoted Tony Rizzo for saying, Mm -hmm. Ching Chang, Bing Bong, sorry, I don't speak Chinese. So Yu Chang had an error. And got a bunch of tweets and oh yeah, yeah. So I'm not a racist. I mean, I like I know when you come out and say I'm not a racist, <laughs> like, yeah. you're, you're immediately like, nah, you're. A racist. <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's like if you say it would be like if it's like you know I I don't care what anyone thinks about me. I don't care what anyone thinks about me. I don't care what anyone thinks about me. If I said that over and over, you'd be like, dude, that dude totally cares what everyone thinks. About me. <laughs> A little bit. So I do feel like I was like, man, after I saw that tweet and all those messages today, I'm like, I can you imagine tweeting or texting someone a, a sports athlete? A death threat over a, a one one air. Yeah. Over a... When, want, that's a fucking hard throw to make, by the way. <laughs> Throwing down the baseline with a runner in it. Like, yeah, you're going to fuck that up half of the time like even even MLB players that's a hard throw to make because you got one or two choices you risk hitting the batter or you risk throwing it way long and in when you're doing a split second thing you know half the time when you miss a shot in basketball or you're doing something in baseball it's when you're not exactly sure where you're putting it and if you're doing that mental process of oh don't hit the runner well then you just threw it 3 feet by the fucking second baseman well and i think it was Rick Manning said on the radio today like the runner looked like he was trying to cause a disruption too, which mm-hmm. you're supposed to do. Obviously, that's basically. Oh yeah, if I'm doing, if I'm that play, that base runner, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna do a little bit of a like a snake pattern. Yeah, like not crazy like, but I'm gonna probably like wobble away or the other and just, hey, if I catch it in the shoulder, awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that that's on you. Yeah, I'll take that. So yeah, so that was kind of wild. That like I remember, I I would think, you know, I, it makes me think. Back in the 80s when, like, Ernest Biner fumbled, mm-hmm. you know, how many death threats and how many racist things did he get, you know? And people that are probably giant fans of the Browns that loved every person on that team, you know, regardless of Reese or Reese, 
regardless of race, color, or creed, or religion, probably, you know, sent him letters or sent him phone calls, like, you know, the most terrible things, you know, regardless of race. Like, they were probably like, yeah. So I, I just saw that today, and I kind of thought, I when I saw that, I kind of thought, like, man, am I part of the problem? And then I realized I'm not part of the problem. <laughs> I was like, ah, I didn't tweet that guy, you know, anything racist, so. Yeah, no, I I, I don't think our lighthearted conversation made anyone think you were a rampant Asian American. I mean, you are. I mean, I know you to be one, um, but that's not something you've put out into the public. No, arena. no. So. And I'll never drive a Toyota. <laughs> the joke is I drive. Last couple cars have been Toyotas because I love them. <laughs> Man, you know. Jokes really land when you have to uh, explain them. What are you looking at? Uh, I started to look up whether uh, Biner uh, ever really had death threats going on. Um, and he said, you know, I think he... So there's, there's a story about him reaching out to... Uh, uh, who is it? Byron Bostic? Er, is that? Brandon Bostic, who uh, fucked up in like 2014, 2015. Oh. But Biner doesn't seem to say... I don't. I'm not seeing any direct quotes. And I'm not reading the whole thing. Obviously, I'm skimming it right now. But he said basically, like I could tell how messed up he was about messing up the whole whole game. I know what it's like to feel alone, feel like you cost your team, feel like you let everyone down, blah 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 blah. But I didn't. Uh... Yeah, he said it seems like it's different for him because it's an instant pushback from everybody. And for me, it was kind of like a thing that happened over time. Well, and they would also, they would have to find his address, which they didn't have the internet at the time. Exactly. They'd have to find his phone number, which they didn't have the internet at the time. So, I don't know. I thought, I just was curious, like, something like that. Or, what was the guy from New York? Was it New York? I'm just saying, it's, Dusty Baker's right. It's, it's just sad for America. Well, what was the, the, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> What was the guy from New York that let the uh, no Boston that let the uh, the baseball slide? It was a World Series, um, and it hit through his legs. I want to say it was Boston. No, it definitely was. Um, God, for I was talking sports. Kirk Gibson. Kirk Gibson. No, wait, was that the home? That was New York, wasn't it? Bill Buckner. Bill, Bill Buckner. Buckner. Good call. I don't know dude. why my mind went to Kirk Gibson. He was the one that. Got the fucking walk off. Bill Buckner, remember all the shit he went through after? Oh, yeah. That shit ruined his life. Yeah. Was he he on Seinfeld? No, no, no. That was... I don't know, man. We're we're really reaching out here for... But, no, he, (laughs) like, uh, man, he got all sorts of shit. And, like, that was kind of a routine play, I mean, for, obviously, for a professional athlete. Mm -hmm. For me, that would be, like, I would have to throw my life down in front of him. Like, ah, I got it. But I'm just curious, like, of athletes that, you know, they, they get these things and how they deal with, like, Ohio State. Remember? He was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Was he? Do you watch that show? No. I mean, it's pretty much Seinfeld, too, but. I don't have HBO. I think I Wasn't remember. only on HBO? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I don't have HBO. I have uh, a no cable. I uh, cut the wire. But cut I also. Cord. Cord, but I also pay for 18,000 different streaming services. <laughs> that, I know, all, right? that all cost the same amount. <laughs> And I end up watching the same Night Court and Home Improvement every day. <laughs> I uh, bought my first smart TV recently, and I'm like, well, okay, this is great. And uh, Renee, my girlfriend, hooked up all the, the streaming services and do it. And I'm like, 
All right, well, how do I watch Law and Order SVU on Saturday morning? <laughs> you just click that. You're messing with my programs. <laughs> it's all right. I'll I'll fire up Pluto. I'm sure Law and Order is going somewhere on there. Law and Order is on Pluto, but it's not SVU. It's the normal Law and Order. Uh, and I'm more an SVU guy. I need my my rape and semen things. Um, kind of. Like, John Mulaney made a great joke. He's like, Law and Order SVU, you can say anything in any time of the day. It's like, it's iced tea. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she had anal fissures, and there was semen in her throat, and her vagina was bleeding because she was raped. <laughs> it was like fucking 10 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. I'm watching that. <laughs> like, on 23.1, you know, on high on television. Yeah, they, they, they I fucked her. They popped her eye out. And they skull fucked her. And then these three guys had a turn with her. But this is Law and Order SVU, so we could say that. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, then we gangbanged her. They gangbanged her. And they all shot money shots all over. But it's Law and Order SVU, so we could say that. <laughs> <laughs> they do always seem to give those lines to, to Ice. <laughs> they really do. It's like he's not quite edgy enough. So he's always got to be the one that describes in graphic detail exactly what happened. And then he's got to be the one that maybe yells at the the uh, the suspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they inevitably have to cut him loose the first time, he's like, mm, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Some well, shit that is, like that. Always Chris, and then, but it's always Christopher Maloney who plays... Um, Elliot, Stabler, Elliot Stabler. The Return... Yeah, so I didn't watch that, which I was really disappointed. Oh, he's been back for like a year now. All right, something about uh, Christopher Maloney, and we totally didn't have... Yeah, My yep. mic didn't die, and mm-hmm. I was totally here the entire time. And Yeah, he, so he's not fully back, I guess. He made an appearance on one episode. They were going to give him a spinoff, and then when the spinoff got canceled because of COVID, they didn't really work him into the last season. So he's only been on one episode. Huh. But then I guess he's got his own. Sh- I guess the spinoff would you would think he's got his own show coming. I guess. Did you ever watch Happy? Yeah. yeah. I the first season. I never got around to watching season two. I, I never don't got know around why. to season two either. And I've heard about how great it was. I just um, Happy season one was like, yeah, totally. This is great. I got. I, I even bought the comics and everything. But um, yeah, we're back. I not the breaking guys. news. What do you got? Breaking news. This this. Hold on, hold on. Can I do a breaking news? Ba ba ba. Oh, no, that's easy. Breaking news. My name is Joe, and I have breaking news. Hugh Jackson has a new job. Podcast somewhere. Back on top. They must have got an early copy of his new book, and they realized the Browns were the problem. Yep. He has now accepted the head OC position at Tennessee State. I want to hate on him, but dude, he had this—he had the rebuild from somewhere, right? You go and you go one and 50. oh, holy shit! What? The head coach of Tennessee State, Eddie George. Oh wow, that's sweet. <laughs> All right, I'm like, well, now but- I feel bad about <laughs> Tennessee State. Go get him, Eddie. I hope your <laughs> offense is the problem this next year, and you figure it out next year. And no, like I wanted to uh, win a title. I wanted to hate on, but like, where's he gonna start? I mean, he's got to he's got to rebuild, and he keeps going on ESPN Cleveland and talking a bunch of shit. And uh, yeah, no, um, good for him. I, I mean, 
what what was your favorite Hugh line? Mine was, I'll have to check the tape. <laughs> every a, time they would ask you a, a question, one. they'd be like, nah, I don't know. I have to check the tape. Yeah. Well, what what happened here? I don't know. I have to check the tape. Clearly, I don't know what I'm doing on the job. Because I got to check the tape. But an hour after the game's over, I'll have it all figured out for you. And he never did. <laughs> so, uh, as far as I know, as far as I'm seeing here, Eddie George has not coached. This is just his his first gig. Like I said, good for him. I yeah. wish it had been Ohio based, but is he? He's not from Ohio, right? Like Eddie George. Yeah, I know he went to Ohio State. Obviously, as a stud. And... Yeah, no, I want to say he was from. Down south was Eddie George. Is has Eddie George? So yeah, he he was born. Well, I, don't, I guess I don't really know where he lived, but he was born in Philly, and then he played for Virginia. Uh, he went to high school in Virginia Military Academy. Really? Yep. Out of uh, was that college? No, he played college at Ohio State. Yeah, God yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah, no, that was high school. Fort Union Military Academy in Fort Union, Fort Union, Virginia. Yeah, I thought he was from that area, or I, I knew it wasn't Tennessee because I was pretty sure he didn't, he wasn't going home when he went to the Oilers. And he's in the College Football Hall of Fame. He's not in the NFL Hall of Fame that I am looking at here. So that sounds right to me. Kind of surprising, isn't it? Uh, uh no, it, it's it, his college. Well, when did he retire? Because you have to have you have to be retired for a certain amount of years. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. It was, his, it was his last year with the Cowboys. I guess, I mean, he didn't have that long of a career. Uh, was... Four-time Pro Bowler, though. Um, NFL uh, Rookie of the Year. Um, 10,000 rushing yards, 3.6 average, 68 touchdowns, 10 receiving touchdowns. Yeah, I guess maybe he's... He was just named the coach today. Wow. Yeah. I'm looking at George uh-huh. named the head of... Uh, wow. Man, look at the Slurge Speed Podcast. We have technical difficulties. We take out, take a smoke break, and all of a sudden, we're breaking, breaking, popping off. So good for Eddie George. He's now the head coach of the of Tennessee State, and Tennessee State is the Tigers, which you see a lot of those in Tennessee. Oh um, yeah, but good for him. And it looks like. Uh, Good old Hugh, I'm going to write a book, but never actually write it. Oh, so you know what's going on, too. I was going to say, this is a weird time for coaching hires. Um, They just finished their spring ball season, I'd assume. You said ball. (laughs) Ball, spring ball season. (laughs) So they just went. Ooh, they beat Powerhouse Eastern Illinois, so that's a good win to, to build off of. Ooh, it looks like they just went one in six. Well, they probably didn't play much, obviously, last year because of COVID. And... Yeah, so I, I don't know what they're in, but I know a few teams took off, and then they were allowed to essentially have um, spring seasons. It is a historic, historically black university. So the HBCUs all took off last year Okay, they were playing spring ball. So I okay. don't know if there were other teams other than that, but I don't, I've never really heard of Tennessee State. No, but you know, we'll hear from this year because it'll, be it'll be a lot of buzz with Eddie George coaching and... Mm-hmm. I wonder if he was he in. I wonder if he was a coach anywhere, like a running back coach anywhere. I, like I looked up his Wicca and it didn't look like it. I didn't it, see so. anything. Good for him though, man. Um, that's awesome. So, 
Um, I don't think we'll ever see them. Well, we might see him face the Buckeyes in a couple of years mm-hmm. now. If and that's, I think, that makes Hugh Jackson as a guy who has extensive coaching experience, but no one really is interested in a the, perfect hire because you have Eddie George, and they have a lot. And that's something these uh, the HBCUs have been doing lately is they're bringing in guys. I think I don't know if it's Deion Sanders is coaching now. I don't think Dion is. Not that I'm aware of. Um, I think Dion because we're we're one of them probably part of the uh, fan controlled football league or uh, no 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 Dion Sanders as Jackson State head football coach. Um, yeah, because actually I do remember that he uh, he had a very good Tom talk with Tom Segura. Um, and they oh, were talking that's about right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah did. his I did his, that. his yeah. one of his sons was playing somewhere else. And then he basically told him, like, uh, you know, oh, no, I think you're going to bring me on. And his dad was like, that's your decision. I'm not going to recruit you as your father, like, if you want to come play ball for me. Deion Sanders was an OC at a Trinity Christian school. Mm-hmm. With, he did some stepping stones. And then now he's the head coach of Jackson State. Yep. I had no idea. Wow, this is awesome. Yep. And Jackson State. Uh, first so I, I think those, those programs will get a lot of juice. Um Probably bringing in players that might go play some other tier two, tier three schools that you know. When you say hell. BCU, what is BCU? Uh, historically, black colleges okay, and universities. That's what I thought because that's why I was looking it up and said uh, uh, black college national championship. Um, the Jackson State Tigers football has three black college national championships: nine, sixty-two, eighty-five, and ninety-six. Now let me ask you a question. Is it racist that there's a black college and not a white college? I mean, they're all white colleges. It was a joke. It was like when someone <laughs> said, is there, is it shouldn't be black history month, or shouldn't there be a white history month? Every history month yeah. is white history yeah. month. God, I saw like a liberal douche there, right? Oh, of course, their uh, spring championship game, championship game just got bumped from ESPNU to ESPN2. Oh, wow. Fucking man. Although I'd probably watch ESPN2 if I did more than ESPNU. What is ESPNU? University. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're playing uh, May 1st. Uh, you know, Southern at Jackson State. So it looks like Dion's in it. Is he actually playing? Could he be a player coach? How awesome would that be? He could, pro- he could he probably could, burn a couple of those guys. Oh, he though. could still. I'm sure he could burn a lot of them. He was talking about that with Tom. Like, was he? Kids on the team are challenging him, and he'd have to like step back at one point and be like, so like, if you get beat by a 50-year-old, that doesn't look good. But if you beat me, you just beat the 50-year-old coach. Well, did you see that video came out of Brian Scalabrini and some high school kid called him out to try and play one-on-one with him? And Scalabrini scored like twenty one to nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't hear about that. I heard about it, but I didn't like look it up oh, and do it. Well, I didn't look it up. It was just showed up on my Twitter, on our Twitter, on the Slurge Me Podcast yeah. Twitter. You can find us at Slurge Me Podcast. We have a different name because there's a Reddit page that um, shout out to the Reddit page. But yeah, no, it was Brian Scalabrini, and he like he, at one point he bodied this kid, dude. Like the kid was covering him, like he was putting, you know. And Scal- oh, if you talk to me, yeah. For sure. Yeah, Scalbury shoved his ass out and fucking back the box. As an ex NBA player, yep. no, you're you're not scoring on any of those. Like the only one I would score on is if maybe I played Charles Barkley and he was disinterested, so he just let me chuck up twos. I told a story one time, and I remember that I was part of the Strongsville Men's Rec League, probably around 2011, 2012, about ten years ago, and Earl Boinkins ended up being caught on one of the teams. 
And they had to throw that team out, and they had to throw Earl Blinkins out of the Strongsville Rec Center. <laughs> and I can only imagine being, like, former Cav, former uh, NBA star, you know. Like, Earl Boinkins was kind of a star because he was the short guy who can get around everybody. And there he was in the Strongsville Rec League tearing it up. I think he had, like, 47 points, and they are like, who are you? Yeah. Why are you this good? I remember playing Which, that. Like, I wonder if he was using like a fake name and stuff. I don't know. I don't because I don't know that you really get rosters from the other team. You do because, like I said, I played there. Okay, you do. But so he did. He had to have because. But the thing is, you get a roster. Like we would show up. Like our roster was twelve guys. Sometimes we'd show up with uh, just enough to fill up the court. Sometimes we show up with twelve. Yeah, and they'd be like, "Well, who's that guy?" And, and we always had jer- we, like we had enough jerseys made that were just black T-shirts with. Yellow yeah, numbers on the back. So Earl's not on the official roster, right? Maybe. We'd be like, "Oh, that's my cousin Eric. He's he's on the team. Oh, that's my cousin Mike. He's on the team. Everyone was my cousin. Oh, that's cousin." And you know what? I was just thinking. I'm not sure if I would recognize Earl Boykins if I saw him. I would recognize Earl Boykins. Yeah, if I totally, saw him. totally. Especially he, once he starts putting. <laughs> dude, he was running, and it was like, I, cause well, we of course had, he was. We, yeah, of course, right. <laughs> But we had just left because our games were always late. We were the terror. We we went own whatever to the point where we had to forfeit a game. The guy's like, we we're gonna have to pay one hundred twenty dollars on a forfeit fee, or you're kicked out of the league. I'm like, dude, we're like zero and eight. <laughs> like, we all thought this would be a great idea. Like, and I I got turned into team manager about halfway through. Of course you did. And I didn't want to be team manager. You I barely wanted to, wanted to play. Yes, I wanted to be the guy that would show up, play ten minutes. Get a bunch of running around in it, and then just sit on the bench and be like, "Oh, good job, guys! I thought we had it this time, but we didn't because we're terrible." But uh, yeah, by the end of it, we it was just six. And I remember we had one really tall guy on our team. He was like six ten, like literally that tall. And we played against a team that everyone was shorter than us. And I said, "Pat, all you have to do is go up to the rim, and we're just gonna throw the ball up to you, like this. You know, like throw it up, and you put your hands up, and you're gonna try and lay it up." He's like, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, I totally get it. And then he ran point guard the entire game. Of course. And just was like, I can't believe I can't score. I'm like, oh, I, I can because you're trying to run point guard and you're not a point guard. Getting but the paint will get you the ball. Getting the paint. And, well, he was so, kind of, so And I'll give him guys. this. He was so skinny. Like, he was. Yeah. He got manhandled. Like, he need, And I saw him recently. And I said hi to him. I was like, hey, remember we played basketball? He's like, yeah, I tried to forget that. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I remember being like, put your hands up. Oh, literally, I was like, Pat, get your hand Because in the rec league, there's no uh, five-second rule or anything because it's college, it's uh, high school-based rules. Okay. So he literally could have just gotten the paint and put his hands up. Just stood could, there. And he could have just, you know, I, I, I did a, I'm sorry, guys, I did a reaction to, <laughs> I did a motion there. The visuals are very helpful. Yes. Throw it as high as you can. Pat gets it. And the other thing is we also had a guy who was like 5'3 on our team, and he would chuck the ball. They, it got to the point where they'd leave him wide open wherever because he would just chuck the ball from wherever. And I remember, like, I, I pulled him aside. I'm like, hey, man, who are you covering? He's like, 54. I'm like, no, I'm covering 54. Who are you covering? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I've been covering him all game. He's like, oh, I'm covering eight. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, buddy, stop chucking the ball up from the three-point line. You're not even, like, one point, it didn't even get there. <laughs> like, it, and Daryl, you know my basketball skills. It's pretty much I'm a body out there that, like, I, I'm not good. 
but I'll try and play defense. I'll try and play. You're not highly skilled. No. You're, you're a decent player, though. No, no, I'm not even decent. I'm a, guy, I'm a body. I'm a body. That's out there. And I'll throw my hands in the way. You know what I mean? And, like, oh, my God. I walk up to him, like, dude, you just chucked. Like, he was literally, like, underhanding. I'm like, ah. So, yeah, that was my experience in uh, a rec. And then they tried to do another one, like, about a year ago. And they're like, hey, you want to play in a rec league? I'm like, no. 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 I had that experience. And I remember at Brunswick. Never works out well. It would work out well if it was, like, someone. So, the problem was I was really good friends with everybody, Mm -hmm. you know? It would work out if, like... Someone who I'm like acquaintances was like, "Hey, would you want to play?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but I can only show up when I want to show up." Yeah, and I'll pay because it got to the point where like originally because you got to pay ref fees too, mm-hmm. and you show up and I'll never forget like me and one of the other guys really had had a job, so we're like, "Hey, we need ref fees. It's whatever amount," and everyone's like, "I don't have any money." And we then like oh, twenty five dollars, yeah, twenty five dollars and five dollars every week. Yeah, or it was like it was like. Two bucks, and then the guy comes up with two bucks. I'm like, no, it's more than that. He goes, well, it's two bucks when I first started. Well, it's two bucks when we had 18 people here. You know what I mean? Like now it's now it's ten dollars, and I always wonder. Like I I, I kind of wish like down my age like I would have showed up. Like hey, we can't pay the ref fees. What would they have done? Just walked away. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, because some of like, well, then it's gonna be a hundred and twenty dollar cancellation. Yeah, okay, okay. Because some of those refs are complete assholes. Got my address. Send and I, I was much younger. You know, I was 10 years younger at the time. Now, like, because one of the refs, the one day, threw a basketball at Sean because he had a lip ring in. And he's like, take the lip ring out now. And I can only imagine, Dang. like, at that time, I was like, at that time, I was like, oh, man, I was all intimidated. Now I'd be like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. We just paid you your 35 bucks. <laughs> Fucking sit down. He'll take his lip ring out. No need to act like an asshole. You like chuck it at him? Yeah, no, he threw it at the wall, and it was like kind of by Sean. It was like Sean would have been over here, yeah, and he would have threw it through the and like whipped it. He's like, take your lip ring out now, and I was like, take your lip ring out, Sean. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Oh, and now I'm like, I would have been like, hey man, why don't you relax? Just fucking rec center league basketball, dude. <laughs> and then he would throw me out. I, that was one of the only guys who got thrown out of the gate out of a game because I committed two texts. Oh yeah. Well, I fucking hammered some guy in a foul because he went up, and I was like, ah, fuck this shit, I'm pissed off. And another guy had a breakaway. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking NBA and a breakaway. You can just kind of wrap a guy. And yeah. I didn't even do yeah. it hard. I just did like a, yeah. I'm grabbing you. Yeah. And that would just be a foul. And they teched me up, and they threw me out. I'm like, how's that tech? They're like, well, the rule is if you do, if you, you know, and, I, and then I remember talking shit to the guy. Not even talking shit, because I, at the time, I, like I said, I was a kid. I was like, oh, you know. Yeah. Now I'm like, man, what, what are they going to do, fight me? Like, yeah. you get an assault charge for being a ref at a basketball game? Yeah, right. <laughs> and the same guy came out, and he was watching golf, and after I got thrown out, and, like, the team was doing all this, so I sat next to him, and I said something, but I'm like, hey, who's winning? He was like, Jack Nicholas. And I remember being like, I, I literally said, I'm like, dude, I work in a driving range. I watch golf all the time. You don't have to be a jerk to me. You know what I mean? Like, after he threw me out, he was like, oh, uh, so-and-so. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. But, yeah, he was like, Jack Nicholas. That same guy threw the ball at Sean. I. So one thing I learned is if I ever do a rec league, the guy's got to be an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. And they have to be cool with me showing up whatever I want. 
Yeah, no, at this point, like, if anybody came to me and offered me that, I'd be like, do you already have a team that's in the league and you guys yeah, have yeah, been yeah. pretty solid for the last two years? And not even good. No, no, no. But, you like, can... you have seven guys that show up every week? They, okay, then, yeah, I'll They play. could be absolutely awful. Yeah. But do you have seven or eight guys that show up and I can come in? Yeah, and... no, the last two years when they've come to me with that, I was like, well, why don't we just start playing? And, you know, once once we play for, like, a month straight – you know, every week or every other week, then we'll get the team going. You know how I knew we were going to be bad? And we don't play any basketball. You know how I knew we were going to be bad? And so we set up a practice, and they were doing layup drills. Well, you got to do layup drills. And no one could do a layup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you... <laughs> like, the dribble and do a layup, you would have thought, like... And like I said, Daryl, you know me. I'm no fucking. I'm, you can knock a layup in a drill. I can do a drill layup, and I remember they like, all looking at you in amazement. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, Joe's got game. Because we had one, we had three guys. Um, one, two of the guys played high school, and were pretty good and pretty tall. And they're like, hey, like so, we were doing a practice, quote unquote practice. And uh, I'll never forget. They're like, let's do a layup drill, and no one knew how to like. What's a layup drill? I'm like. I never even played high school basketball. I know what a layup drill is. I played sixth grade basketball, mm-hmm. you know? You shoot the ball. You, well, you, you stand in line, on. they toss it to you, you dribble it, and you run up and put it in. Oh, so this was just just the lay. This isn't even a shoot-around layup drill. This Not is, the shot, grab the rebound, you get the no, layup. No, this is Daryl. This was legit. Oh. You know Venus Park? See, because that's how fancy teams do it. You know Venus Park? Yeah. And you know how great those rims are mm-hmm. and how great that basketball court is? Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much a basketball court where kids draw on with chalk. <laughs> That's the whole point. And do drugs. Yeah, and do drugs, yeah. I, I Hang out when they're skipping school. I smoked plenty of joints under that bridge when it was still there. I wasn't going to say it, but I thought I thought that might have been in the neighborhood. <laughs> and there was, a, there was such a cool bridge there. And it fell down eventually because there was no stabilization because of Brunswick. But me and my buddy, like, at the time used to, you know, that was our area. When did that bridge fall down? Uh, it was. Fairly recently? No, no, no. This is probably uh, 2000 and. So what are we at? 2021, 2015, 2014. Okay. I went to go shoot hoops up there with somebody else and the bridge had fell down. Oh. And I don't know what they did with it now. You know what I mean? I don't know. Because that was also the worst basketball setup ever. Because at one point, that was a river. Right? Because mm-hmm. it has a big... That, and now it's a creek. And that river, creek, giant... It's a, what, it's a big embankment. How how deep of a drop down, you think? I'd say it probably actually goes down like 15 feet. And the embankment with the slope is like yeah. 20, 15, 20 And feet. how far is the basketball court from that? Right, 10, so 15 you, feet. You would, if, if someone made a bad shot on these shitty rims in Phoenix Park, mm-hmm. it would go bung and yep. shoot immediately into that creek. And there was always like, all right, go get the ball. Yeah, this is great. I can't believe it. But no, legit, Venus Park. So anyways, we all lined up at Venus Park. Like It was like I was in sixth grade again. All right, everybody line up. We're going to do layup drills. <laughs> We're doing layup drills? Like, you know, and then it, uh, yeah. Well, it's. I mean, that's like step one. Can everybody make a layup? <laughs> and you guys couldn't. You should have just, you should have just gathered up the money then and all gone to the bar. <laughs> well, the problem is you guys want to watch basketball. We had, we had three people that were decent at basketball: Sean, uh, Steve, um, who's got a pretty good shot, mm-hmm. and my cousin Kyle and my cousin Eric. So that's four people. But Eric was the like not the most motivated person in the world. Like you just kind of show like. But mm-hmm. they were all, 
I mean, they're all over six foot, and my cousin Kyle's six six, and he's in the Navy and all jacked now. So just think uh, of uh, him coming around the high school, you know. Yeah. That my cousin Eric was a tall dude, but his motivation wasn't very good, you know. And so I was number five, which I was just kind of like the guy who was like, just tell me who to guard, you know. And <laughs> I do my best. Yeah. And our name was the Rim Shots. Yeah, it was. We wanted to be the dribbling seamen. And we tried to say that we were in the Navy, and they were like, no, nah, that's not good. No, you're not. Wow, I'm really fucking going on a long story about my <laughs> Strongsville Rec League team. <laughs> but we, like, went 0-8, and, and uh, long story short, I had to call on forfeit, and they said they wanted to charge me 120 bucks, and I told them to go fly a kite. And the guy was, like, flabbergasted. He's like, what? No one's ever forfeited just to... I'm like, dude, we're 0-8. Like, no one wants to play anymore. Like... Take us off. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? I didn't do anything about it. I was literally climbing back in the bed and watched Law and Order. How many games were left in the season? I think like two or three. Like oh. maybe went to 12. And then there was the playoffs. Could you imagine? Because I think everyone makes it to the playoffs. Uh-huh. So we went 0 12. <laughs> we're playing against the, the number one team who we played. We played actually like the, the second game. Mm-hmm. Earl Boykins? No, but these were guys that were like. Good. Yes. They they were so good. There's that, some good players up there. Well, they were so good that well, all they would do is it would be they would make it four on five, and they would send their fifth guy to sit and cherry pick the rim. Yeah. So as, I, as soon as anyone shot, they would whip the ball down to that guy, and he just put it up. And they played good enough defense that it worked. Yes. Eesh. Yeah. And I the only thing I remember because um, they talked a lot of shit, and they could because they were good. I set a, a screen on the guy, and the guy goes. Good screen, and then shoved me down to the ground and got fouled. <laughs> I got fouled, <laughs> and he was a giant guy. You know what I mean? He was probably like six two and just jacked. You know, like he played yeah. basketball all time. But I, I saw the screen. He's like, "Good screen." <laughs> just shoved like me after, down. so not in the process. Of- in the process? No, in the process. Okay. So I set a screen for my brother. I come up and I'm like, "Hey, no!" And he's like, "Hey, good screen," and just shoved me down the ground. Well, that's what I'm saying. He shoved you after he said "good screen." Yeah. You got me, but I'm not going to let you guys score on it. <laughs> yeah. So, foul on the court. Nice. Uh, Did it hurt? You know, I don't remember. I, I was young, man. Nothing hurt when you're young except for a broken true. shoulder. Now I can't, broken heart. Now I can't even chew right. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I I got arthritis in my knee. I'm 34 years old. I go to the doctor. He's like, yeah, you got that arthritis in your knee. I'm like, I got arthritis in my knee. He's like, yeah. He's like, and it's pretty... uh extensive for your age i'm like how does that happen he's like i don't know <laughs> i'm like i'm not a doctor <laughs> and all i can think of is like i'm paying 120 dollars to come here for this guy to go yeah you got arthritis in your knee uh, i don't know how you got it. what do we do about it and like look at me i'm not prime like it's not like i was doing you know i'm not like a, a prime sports athlete where i get arthritis in my knee at 34 and they'd be like oh that's from all the calisthenics Yep. And I'm not that fat either where it's like... It's your oh, crazy vert. Well, it's not, I'm not that fat either where I'm like... They'd be like, oh, you have so much weight on you. Yeah. Yeah, your knees are buckling. No, it was just... Well, yeah, I don't know. She's got a shitty knee. Yeah. And they give you pills and then... Uh, Probably that skateboarding. Well, that broke my shoulder. Yeah. Yep. So can I do an art segment? You can do a what? Can I do a segment? You sure can. Did you have something lined up? No, I got a few things, but nothing nothing important. Okay. I think the only one that would be remotely time-sensitive is asking if you watched Mighty Mouse's fight. 
I did. But let's uh, do my, my segment I just made up okay. right now. It's what a drunk Joe eBay last week. Do you know? I do know. Like vaguely you know or you know exactly what it is? No, I vaguely know. So, okay. So here's here's the thing. I'm a, uh, I think everyone knows this is part of the nerd stuff on the podcast. I'm a huge comic book guy. Mm-hmm. There is probably, I don't know how many comic books in this room right now, but there's so many. There's stuff, comic book stuff lined up against the wall. There's, I had painting. My mom did. Go ahead. You were going to say something. Let's make that the segment now. What? Count your comic books. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, one, one two. two. Wait, wait. This one's not bagged and bored. Let's restart. So I was on Instagram, and I found, like, so on Instagram, I follow all this comic book stuff. Uh-huh. And they show you, like, these characters from these cards. Do you remember the cards? Do we ever a comic book guy or no? Yeah. So I have these cards that were like from 1989 to 1998, and then they redid them. But they're these Marvel cards. I'm more of a Marvel guy than DC. So um, I had come across an Instagram post about some character named... I I don't even remember the character's name, not Daryl. But I remember... I want to say Bloodstrike, but I know that's not it. That sounds like a... That's totally like a indie comic book. So I don't want to say it's Bloodstrike until I open this. So, I saw this random character, and I found their first appearance. And From, um, like, how, how do you... Is this on a Marvel or an X-Men Marvel, thing? it's Marvel. Okay. Yeah, Marvel. Uh, they were a Thor slash Thunderstrike. That's why I say Bloodstrike, because it was Thor... Slash Thunderstrike, a villain of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Thunderstrike was supposed to be the next big Thor, mm-hmm. and he never really took off. Um, so then I, I I got this thing on my Instagram. It's like, um, here's this guy. And I saw this awesome like suit and just villain and everything. And I'm like, well, let me eBay it real quick and see. So I found a bunch of their comics on eBay. Mm-hmm. So, let's open it up. I don't even know Thunderstrike. Thunderstrike was... uh, I actually have Thunderstrike's number one, which I thought would be worth money at some time. But no, he was literally like Thor's replacement. Oh, it's one of his aliases, too. So, it was just a different Thor. Yeah. Oh, a merge of Eric Masterson with Thor. Gotcha. So, let's see what we got here. So, I drunk eBayed this. It was like Saturday night. 2.30 2.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a Thunderstrike comic, though. No, this is... I, this not, is the villain. Yeah, from... but I don't know, I don't know if it's... Because it's the villain, but I don't know... Oh, man. Do you have a knife on you? Oh, boy. Are you a knife guy? Nope. I used to be. Not anymore, though. I'm key guy. All right. So I got to say... They sealed them up pretty good. Oh, that's some good packaging. That is. That's that's a good package job. Yeah, let me. I'm, I'm work. I'm really struggling here. So what we got? Here? Oh. God damn! This is a compelling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Although you know what's funny is there's people on YouTube that get paid a ton of money to video them opening stuff mm-hmm. up. So what do we got here? What do we got? Got a bunch of comics. This segment brought to you by Ground Zero Comics and Cards, 15139 Pro Road, Strongsville Town Center. For all your comics, cards, porcelain-haired action figures, and pog needs. Porcelain-haired? 
fuck Polly. Ground Zero comics, games, and toys for the graphically enlightened. Ooh. All right, so you could probably buy this stuff from Ground Zero, but I bought it off eBay. Actually, you can't really get straight up do it. Ground Zero doesn't want to do bad comics. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like, because I can buy them off eBay like this. Uh huh. So what we got here? All right. He'd probably tell you. He'd probably be like, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna order it off eBay and then charge you. <laughs> charge you. So it looks like I got um. All or, right. Or you can get it to your door. Oh look at that! It's all bagged and tagged. It it is uh. Well, they did. They did. The, the comics look in great shape. Do they? Yes, and they're all bagged and boarded. Bag, oh, bagged and boarded. Apologies, apologies. So I got Thor four forty nine, Thor four fifty, Thor fifty four fifty one. The name is Blood Axe. I apologize. Blood Here is Blood Axe. Look at that. Isn't that a pretty sweet cover? And doesn't that look like a pretty sweet character? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, uh, what is that, 451, 452. Oh, look at it. Blood Axe. He doesn't care. No, he don't. No. And then. Going head-to-head with Thor. 453 that has Mephisto in it. And uh, I always loved fucking late 80s, early 90s comics with the sexy lady in her outfit. Like, I know that's a normal thing. Like with Mm-hmm. Comic <laughs> plot. But also like World of Warcraft or uh, you know all those things like your girls and she's got the best defense, but her tits are showing up great. Not even Thor will stop the justice of Blood X. You know what the best part is? This they have Thor and they put a right reserved uh, like that little R next to it. Yeah, like everything ever. Yeah, it's just funny they'd have to do that in their own comic. Oh, man, these comics are in great shape. What a find. How much do you think I paid for these? Uh, see, how many did you have there? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, and with a with a tier one character like Blood Axe and Thunderstrike. Well, it's Thor. There's no, there's no, not Thunderstrike. This is Thor. Oh, this is Thor. Okay. This is, this is Blood Axe versus Thor. Uh, and this is Blood Axe's first appearance, number 449. That's Blood Axe's first appearance. First appearance. Wow, with a character like Blood Axe, who... <laughs> when, when, I, when I type him into Google, immediately comes up with a Dungeons & Dragons item. Well, why don't you type in Marvel Blood Axe? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's not that far down. <laughs> You're like, fuck off, Joe. I'm a computer guy, too. He he has a normal name, Jackie Lucas. Oh boy, <laughs> I wonder if that reveal comes in there. Um, I'm gonna say, oh, Jackie <laughs> Lucas is also a real person. <laughs> what do they do? Wait, what does Jackie Lucas do? There's, well, are... one is a mother of three beautiful babies, wife, and anchor reporter for News Twelve. We should, oh, dude, we should reach out to Jackie Lewis. What is it? Lucas. News Twelve. Is she on Twitter? I'm gonna I'm gonna text I'm gonna tweet her right now. She's on Twitter. She's got two Twitter accounts. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, because okay. she's got Jackie Lucas and then Jackie Lucas twelve because she works for News Twelve. All right, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna tweet Jackie. How do you spell J A C K I E? Uh, J A C K I E. Yeah. How do you spell Lucas? L- oh, you know what? She spelled L U C A S. 
Oh, oh no. Oh. Actually, she has it two different ways. Look up L-U-K-A-S. Because that's how the comic book characters want his name. All right, hold on. And then you should tweet her, I'm on to you, blood axe. Uh, mother of three feet baby. Yeah, so I'm going to tweet her right now. All right, I'm tweeting her. All right, so Jackie Lucas. I'm going to say, hello, Jackie. The Slurred Speech Podcast is on to you. <laughs> Slurred Speech Podcast is on to you. She's going to think you're some crazy conspiracy theory person. We know your real name. Well, I must not know your real name. We know... You are Blood X. Is it all one word? Yeah. Yes. Looks like it. Yes, it is. Hello, Jackie. The Slurge Speak Pod sound to you. We know you're Blood X. Okay. So, do you think we get Jackie Lewis as a listener? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to be the one that brings her. <laughs> Jake Lewis is kind of cute. I guess if you're on TV, right? Yeah. Yeah. Most, think, it's hard to be on TV and just be absolutely Except for Tony Rizzo. That guy fucking looks like hideous. a gremlin, dude. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I told he, you. he, like, just made the cut. <laughs> if he would have been 10 years later, they'd be like, nah, dude. Get out of here. Oh, my God. Whoa. Jackie Lucas. Dude, we're, wait, hold on. Are we doxing people? Or Occupation. Is this news reporter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's an architect. And a former vigilante. Are we uh, doxing people because we're doing this? No, because we're not encouraging anyone. It's all publicly available knowledge. We're not encouraging anyone to tweet Jackie Lewis that we know your, <laughs> what we, we know your secret identity. We would never encourage all of our never visitors. I bet you've never heard of Blood Axe ever. No, of course not. Of course not. Well, this takes me back. Is Jackie Lewis Blood Axe a female then? Uh, you, I, I would... Uh, um, uh, <laughs> Did I? <laughs> I'm the one who bought the comic books. And I don't know. Oh, so uh, back to the original question. 2250 Uh, No, much less than that. Uh, $16. Sixteen fifty with shipping. Ooh! With the first appearance of Blood X, Jackie Lewis. That's an incredible find. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. So I remember, I remember when I was buying it. I'm like, this is a great idea. <laughs> and then I got, I literally. Do you told, still feel like it was a great idea? Uh, you know me, with comic books, dude. I'll fucking if if I got bought comic books, I you know, as long as they're not in treads or anything. I mean, these are in great shape. Mm-hmm. The 30th, it's from 92. This is from 1992. Because mm-hmm. it's the 30th anniversary of The Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And, dude, I, I gotta say, I might actually buy one of... Oh, what just happened here? Oh, no. Did the computer just crash? It looks like it did. Hello, hello, hello. Nope, we're good. Oh, boy, Man. that was scary. <laughs> you know, this podcast is professional. 
Look at that cover. <laughs> that cover is pretty sweet. That is a pretty sweet cover. And what it is, it's kind I won't say it's an homage, but it's kind of homage, homage, but it's making fun of the Better Ray Billy cover. Mm, um, I can, I can, I can see. Do you know who Thor Better Ray Billy is? No. Okay. So that's kind of like an homage to that cover. It looks like. <gasps> oh, Jackie Lucas is a confidant and love interest of Thunderstrike's uh, alias Eric Masterson. So the plot what... thickens. Don't read too much. That's domestic violence. Don't tell me too anymore. I want to. I got the hiccups. Don't tell me too much more. It doesn't. It's the odd thing is though. It, the article is for Jackie Lucas, but all it does is talk about uh, Blood Axe. It doesn't really say how it happens. Blood Axe looks pretty sweet. Blood Axe looks like a combination of Red Skull and Taskmaster, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm... He's also wearing the uh, Scourge the Executioner's Wait, well, you no, know is it a she? He said it's the lover. It's a she, but... The she gets her powers from the axe wielded by Scourge the Executioner. Not even Thor, reserved by Marvel, will stop the justice of Blood Axe. And then Mephisto, I like. I, I feel like they just kind of toss this one in, like, yeah, here's a Mephisto. One. Well, see, now you're gonna go look up. Oh, I need to find out what happens with Mephisto and Thor. No, I, I know Mephisto. Th- I know Mephisto's first appearance. That's going to be eighteen fifty for the next. One. I know Mephisto's first appearance. <laughs> dude, I legit was going through Instagram. It was like Blood X. I'm like, this dude looks sweet. Mephisto ends up being a sheep. Mephisto always wins. No, he doesn't. Except when he loses. He's <laughs> <laughs> like the, the the Conor McGregor of Marvel. What's going on, Connor, with that whole? Yeah, I think he's actually. I think he might actually be going crazy. But I mean, I guess it's not too outlandish for the things he's done before. But you hear the old Dustin Poirier. He was like pretty much like, "I'm not paying you for that charity." Yeah, yeah. What and the f- and the fights off. Yeah, yeah. And pretty much said like, "Oh, you know, Dust. This is on Dustin and for calling you out for not paying my charity like you said you would." Yeah. I don't know. I. He also said, like, the money's there and you didn't reach out. Or something. Like, yeah. So I would have been like, if I was Dustin, I'd be like, okay, here's here's the number. You tried Come saying, up. like, I know my charities and the I, it was like something about a debt. It was such a weird. Oh, it, it basically, it sounded like Connor said at some point that he would donate uh, his his purse or contract if Dustin beat him. To his charitable foundation or whatever the hell, something sounded like something Dustin already had set up, and so then he said, "Oh, we're still waiting on that that money, basically." And Connor said, basically, like, uh, "Yeah, it's it's still sitting here waiting. We never heard from you or whatever." And by the way, the fight's off. So like, well, because Poirier because one Poirier beat him and beat him handily. Yeah, you know, and I think so. He's being treated like you know someone be beaten handily. And someone called him out, and I think you know Connor's really good at talk shit and doing everything back. But that seemed like he got really butthurt about that one. Really butthurt. It was like he was really offended, and like, and or didn't know how to respond being wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Prior to 257, McGregor said he'd donate 500000 to Poirier's charity and that it would go toward building a gym for disadvantaged youth in the hometown of Lafayette, Louisiana. Right. On Sunday, Poirier accused McGregor of ignoring attempts to reach out at, about the donation after the fight, which he won versus uh, TKO. So I guess McGregor made a prediction on this fight. Poirier's tweet was, that's a fun prediction. You also predicted a donation to my foundation. Right, and your I team saw stopped that. responding after the fight in January. See you soon. And then McGregor said, a donation, not a debt. We've been awaiting the plans for the money that never came. I do with all my donations. Nowhere it's doing dot for dot. Otherwise, it goes walking, as is the case with a lot of these foundations. Sadly, you took the Mick G over the belt shows I was right. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know either. That's not even the one I saw. But what is that? Like, I, I, Daryl, I tried to decipher that, and it was pretty much him saying, you made money off of me instead of. Yeah. And you offer a, a, a money to his charitable charity, like now it's like, oh well, you got to tell me where every dollar is going. Like, no, dude, you make the donation. If you have a problem with it, then tell the feds to investigate me. Or something. I saw a good. If I'm stealing money from charity. Fine, if I you saw, hate me that much, let me fuck up. I saw a good meme or whatever. It was bear, uh, 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 Bernie, um, and he was like, oh, well, I'm sorry, uh, Bernie from the Black Comedian. Mm-hmm. Bernie Mac? Bernie Mac. I'm sorry, man. I should never read that. I watch Bernie Mac every morning at 2 in the morning when I <laughs> climb in the bed. Can't believe I'm... Can't remember when I'm climbing the bed at 2 in the morning. He's like... And the meme was like, fuck them kids, man. <laughs> you know, it was like a video from a movie. And he was like... They're like, what? He's like... Oh, it was, Conor, it was like Conor McGregor when he <clears throat> retweeted to uh, Poirier. Fuck them kids, man. And he's like, oh, fuck the kids. He's like, yeah, fuck them kids. <laughs> Khabib apparently made a donation. Khabib to made a Poyers. Uh, was it another donation, or was uh, it? It was in 2019, not well, recently. Well, because I don't know if you ever listened to that fight when Khabib dominated Poirier. He's like, "I respect you more than I respect anyone in the company." Yeah, it was like seven, eight years ago. No, no, no. This was just recently. Oh, after the January fight. Yeah, and Khabib was like, "I respect you more than anyone. You're the most respectful fighter," and blah blah. I'll donate now. You know, pretty much is what he said. Oh, I got you. Khabib was saying that. I thought you meant McGregor. I was like, is that before he went No, no, no. I mean, Khabib was fighting him and saying, Khabib beats him and then hugging him and said, I respect you more than anyone and we're donating right now. Yeah. And then Khabib even said something in an Instagram post that McGregor put up because, uh, you know, he said, I donated. He pretty much said, I'll donate again or, you know, whatever. It's bullshit, man. You ever tried Poirier's hot sauce? Dustin Poirier has a hot sauce he sells. I did not know that. Yeah. I have not tried it. And the joke was, McGregor didn't talk shit about Poirier's hot sauce, so that must be pretty good stuff. <laughs> it's Poirier, Poirier's Louisiana uh, style. Yeah, Dustin Poirier's Louisiana style, yeah. Wow. I did not know that. Heartbeat yeah. hot sauce. Yeah, Isn't when that, they... Because uh, everything... Remember, everything seemed kind of pretty chill for you know what i think i might have actually had oh wait i don't know if that one's his too they look similar i can't tell if that's the do you same remember when we did the last dab challenge Mm-hmm. And i like, remember oh my goodness we did so there's a thing called hot ones and they have a uh, uh hot sauce they they were the they have celebrities on where they eat wings and they go hotter hotter in the sauce and we were at a halloween party together and someone had the last dab challenge, and like we soaked our wings in it. We're like, "Fuck it, let's go for it." Yep. And we both were like, "I mean, we were we made a scene. I think I made more of a scene than you did." Well, you're a scene maker. 
I am. I am. <laughs> you just kept screaming, fuck. Yeah, it was bad. And screaming. I just suffered in silence. It was weird because they threw me out that night, too. I don't know why. I just ate hot sauce. I did. I never actually was thrown out. They threw them out. I've only been thrown out of, like, think like one place. It was because one of the guys. Remember at Manzo's? Yep. <laughs> That's like, I remember. <laughs> I used to. Manzo's. So, all right, we're finishing Mike, up here. Mike would probably tuck you in before he threw you out. Like, who? all right, come on, guy. Who? Mike. Mike who? The, where the party was at. The Halloween party. Oh, no, yeah. Mike, Mike, Mike would. Mike would throw out other people, I think, before he threw me <laughs> I know, Joe's being an idiot, but you gotta go. Yeah, no, and shout out to Mike, buddy. Come on, come on Joe. Hey, shout out to Mike. I don't know if you made this far because we, we've been all over the place today, but actually, hey, real quick, so if you listen to the podcast and you like the podcast and you don't really like sports or you don't really like us, you don't really like everything, but you like listen to us, like, you gotta review the shit. I guess that does something. Oh, Yeah. I don't know why oh, I'm yeah? asking you. I think so. I've I've heard that. So apparently, we got a couple of reviews on apparently Apple. Apparently it matters. We got a couple of reviews on Apple. I think we're five stars on Apple, so Yeah, we are. Yeah. But no, no, we're, you're right. We're five star tier. It would be like Mike and Sean would have to come to me and be like, What is going on? And I have to be like blah, 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 blah. Hot sauce. <laughs> 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 like, right, milk well, or Yeah. Um can you stop yelling? Oh, hot one. So, yeah, so um, they have these, the, they get to the the final dab, they call it, and it's the hottest hot sauce with IBUs and everything that you can get it. And Daryl and I both did one, and we soaked that thing, dude. Mm-hmm. And, man, I almost laid down, like, oh, man. I was screaming and yelling. Yep. I think you teared up. Oh yeah, I mean that's that, yeah. Can't help it. It was I was it was like crying at a point. And it wasn't I didn't out of tear like pain. Up. I did just, a lot uh, of screaming and yelling and No, I get I get leaky eyes during the hot sauce. But I, I was also a lot of showmanship. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a showman. Two million Scovilles. Scovilles. Mm-hmm. I wonder who made that name like who was like, Oh, we're gonna call it Scovilles. <laughs> Probably some dude that researched. His name was Scove or something, you know. Like, where did Scoville come from? It's a scale of measurement of pungency or spiciness or heat of chili peppers as recorded in the Scoville heat units SHU based on the ca- concentration of capsaicinoids, which is caps uh, caps caps Yep. You ever named smell- after its creator, creator, American pharmacist Wilbur Scoville. Scoville, okay, dope. 1912 method known as the Scoville organoleptic test. Wow. The things you learn here on the wow. Slurge Speed Podcast. Wow. Wow. What a great audience. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to get out of here. Um, Call see. us up. We need uh, some hot takes. Yeah, please. We need uh, maybe if you want to try out uh, your review before you make it official online, uh, if you want to just call us some fricks. Um, maybe, you know, Hank Hill, we miss you. Maybe if Hank Hill would love yeah, to call. Yeah, I'm surprised Hank Hill didn't call. He, we, uh, we just listened to some old Hank Hill calls, we I did. think, last week before. Maybe we I'll put a Hank Hill call in here. Well, did you do that last week? I still haven't listened to last week's episode. No, yet. last week. Okay. We no, talked I, about it before. We just ended yeah. up listening to all the yeah. Hank Hill calls we had. No, remember I was trying to edit last week's episode and, uh, fuck you Windows and Windows, uh, update 20H2, you fucking twat. Ooh, please don't say that. I'm getting my microchip in Friday and I don't want Bill hearing that. Yeah, well, I hope you don't get 20H2 because that motherfucker, dude, first of all, 
if fucking if you have a Rico, an HP, or Samsung printer, and you download one of the updates, it'll BSOD your machine. It's BSOD in my machine, machine like crazy. I can't believe that he would BSOD you like that. Do you know what a BSOD no, is? A blue screen of death. Yeah. Okay. I just figured that out. Yeah, it's a B. Yeah. All right. So uh, two one six. Two six zero five four eight four, and if you guys do get a chance, and I, I I know this takes thirty seconds, and I get it, I don't want to do anything. I don't have to do review is on uh, iTunes or uh, Google or uh, we're on iTunes, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher, and any of the. I mean, our RMS feed goes to wherever. Mm-hmm. So it's everywhere. It's everywhere. We're like herpes and Corona. Yeah, but there's not really a fix for us. Is there a fix for herpes yet, though? I mean... Wear rubber? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not even really... No? Not during an outbreak, because it's all up all over your stuff. It doesn't, like, just happen on your wiener. Yeah, but think about, like... You would need, like, a full body... If you're going to have sex with someone that had herpes and they had an outbreak, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you not... Not have sex? Yeah, I think that's pretty much the plan. I think that's how you do it. Like, I'll be dead serious right now. Like... Yeah. I've never encountered that. Yeah, no, so, uh, shit. Um, I don't know if this would have been on the, the Potter show or Whiskey Ginger. It came up with someone. Somebody was talking about it, and they were basically, then they ended up talking about it with a bunch of different people. And it was basically like they know their bodies well enough, especially after you've had it for a few years. Like, you know when the outbreak's coming. It's not quite like time of the month because it can be stress-related and blah, 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 blah. But they can basically have sex fine with it. But you can transmit like a few days before a visible outbreak. But they said a lot of people said they know their bodies well enough that they know when it's coming. So there were people that said they had it for 10 or 20 years and their partners have never gotten it because they just don't have sex during that time. Hmm. Yep. Do you remember Hobo Johnson, that rapper? Yep. He uh, gave herpes to someone. I'm sure he gave a lot of things to a lot of people. Apparently, he got in trouble because he pulled the rubber off in the middle of sex. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's like that's um, yeah. I hate to say it. That's this rape territory. I I I, I don't know. I, I I no. I'm not disagreeing. I just it's like I know it's like hard to say because it's consensual well, especially sex. If you you. But they're not consenting to raw dogging. You you obviously know if you have herpes. It's like you know it's one of those yeah. things that it's like yeah. yeah. The giant sores on your your area are mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Do you think mm-hmm. blood strike ever had herpes or blood X, and that's why he or she was so upset? They have cool skull kneecaps. I wonder. <laughs> Look at this! This is so ninety. The skull kneecaps. So he kind of he almost he almost just kind of looks like Red Skull a little bit, but a little shiny. He looks like Red Skull, like a lacquered up. Red Skull. But yeah. I wonder if, like, once a month, if he's right. more, if he's well, more drippy, <laughs> she's more drippy. We went long today, but we thank you every very much. Two one six two six zero five four eight four, and uh, if you can, reviews on whatever mm-hmm. streaming thing. And yep, yeah. call us in. Tell us what you think about uh, Blood Axe. I'm home here right now.